0: Welcome to the Eternal ROI Podcast, where we share the real stories of workplace transformation. And now, here are your hosts, Will Stewart and Chris Patton.
1: Welcome to the Eternal ROI Podcast. I'm Will Stewart, joined as always by Chris Patton, CEO of His Way at Work. Hey, Chris.
0: Will, how are you doing today? Doing
1: good. We're, uh, we're mixing things up a little bit.
0: A little bit of a shift.
1: Yeah. For the podcast people, it might sound pretty much the same, but... right. Uh, you just kind of check us out on video if you're doing podcasts only. For the
0: video, this is a this is comfortable. Yeah. It's I could kind of get used to this.
1: New, new set. We're on couches and chairs and yeah. just going to be ta-
0: fireplace right over there.
1: <laughs> yeah. And so we have an interesting topic today. What are we talking about?
0: Well, what we're talking about is as a business owner, there are probably things that your employees are saying about you that may not be the best things for them to say, and you may or may not be aware of them. So we're trying to kind of address the idea that employees see a side of us that maybe we don't see. And so as business owners, business leaders, we've got blind spots sometimes. And I think these five things that your employees may be saying about you uh, could be helpful to maybe uncover some of those blind spots and give you some ways to go about correcting uh, your course
1: yeah and you know a lot of times when you're talking to an employee sometimes they will give you they'll say exactly what you want to hear you know <laughs> yeah they'll they'll do they'll do everything they need to do to like, keep their job safe even though it's not it may their job may not be on the line it's That's just right. they're just trying to please you they're trying to like make sure everything's okay um, so I guess listening for these these phrases are important
0: well it's is yes listening for these but more than likely what what we've got on this list, you won't hear them say it Mm. what you've got to do if you're listening is as we go through each of these is ask yourself is it possible they're saying this about me Mm. because as i analyze my actions maybe golly they could be saying that and if that's the case how do you go about correcting that how do you do something differently so that over time they stop saying it i don't know that you're ever going to hear somebody say it or that you're going to catch them saying it it's really more about here's some things that You really need to think about what does it look like from an employee perspective when you start analyzing your own actions does that make sense yeah
1: absolutely it'll make more sense when we get through the list absolutely so let's just get to the first one the first one is all they care about is blank
0: so if your employees are thinking all he or she cares about as the business owner is fill in the blank it's really what are you saying all the time what are you talking about if you're Mm -hmm. always talking about net profit if you're talking about sales numbers if you're talking about industry predictions if you're always talking about the business and the performance of the business then they may say all he really cares about is business yeah well what that means is he doesn't care about me or he doesn't care about people or he doesn't care about maybe employee struggles or what you know it's it's the the other that he doesn't care about is the problem and so Here's the thing: If you're all, if you think about your own behaviors and your own actions, and you realize all I'm ever talking about is this, and it'll be mid sentence you're talking about it, and you'll realize, oh my goodness, this is exactly what yeah. what, what yeah. I'm thinking about all the time. Well, then there's an issue. Yeah. Now, unless that fill in the blank is all he cares about is loving on people, <laughs> they're not complaining about that one. I no. promise you. So. Let's assume for for argument's sake that all he cares about is business or all he cares about is the bottom line. That's coming out because that's what you continue to talk about. That's what you continue to share every time you get a chance to speak to the employees as a group or individually or in a meeting. And what you've got to be able to do is back up on that. Yeah. Mix it up, not just for the sake of variety, but to, well, I guess first check yourself. Is that all you care about?
1: Because yeah. it might be.
0: And if that's the case, that's a different set of problems. But yeah. let's assume, man, no, that's not all I care about. But I felt like that's all I could really talk about in the workplace. Mm-hmm. I can't go into the soft stuff or they'll think I'm weak and then they're going to take advantage of me. Right, yeah. And that's hogwash. Yeah. So my my advice here is start talking about things that you should care about that you probably already do care about and be willing to let them know those are important to you talk about family talk about your family and then ask them about theirs right we'll get to some others here in a minute that'll that'll uh be further down that path but don't let them think that's all you care about that's the bottom line
1: yeah that's so good that's such great advice it's easy to be in business mode when you're at work, you know, yeah. you know, just yeah. like I'm thinking about numbers. And as the business owner, you know, there's so many things that you know about that maybe the employee doesn't know about. You're thinking yes. about, you know, the next quarter. You're thinking about that job that just got the you know, call you from the bank. Right. Yeah. All these different things. Yeah. You're like, how am I going to make payroll? And, yeah. and and
0: granted, Will, in, in the last couple of years with COVID, a lot of business owners have gone from thinking about other things to now just focused on survival. Sure. Right. Uh, I remember back in. 08, 09 and 2010 in the car business, I was just worried about surviving yeah. to 2012. Right? right. I did. I was so I probably let that come out in my speech more often than what I really wanted to coming out, which is caring about the employees. But so I, I'm not really talking about limited time periods it's an overall picture is this what you're putting out there that that's all you care about yeah that's when it's a problem
1: yeah i love that second one is they don't know what i go through
0: wow so here's the thing so many business owners that i talk to and business leaders say well i started out i worked for somebody else I was not cared for well or they didn't treat me well or whatever. And I also was really good at what I did. So I went out and started my own business. And so that individual can say, I used to be that entry-level employee. And most all of us that worked in the business world started at entry-level somehow. right? We didn't just walk into an ownership position, most likely. The problem is, it's been long enough that we actually don't understand what they're going through. (laughs) It's true. And it's a hard one because... We don't understand them. Yeah. We are no longer as the business owner. Now this is this is not just financial, though that's probably a big part of it. It's also the stresses of being an employee. Yeah. You know, I went from family business, running a family business to working for someone else. And there's a different dynamic there, right? Yeah. Working for someone, your job being dependent upon their pleasure. Is a different mindset and if you're the owner you're not thinking that way you don't understand what they're going through yeah. when times get tough business owner thinks how do I make sure we make it through employee thinks is he gonna cut my job next right. totally different dynamic yeah. what are the stresses there what what does that employee think walking back into the home where their income is critical to the operation of the home husband or wife yeah. breadwinner or support so we don't understand what they're going through, and the, the antidote here is start having conversations with employees that are not at the top level, at yeah. the highest level, yeah. and just have a conversation. Say, well, man, what's going on in your world? How are things going? Carve time out to do management while walking around. Mm. We'll do caring by walking around. Walk around, just ask some questions, have conversations with those who are in a different situation than you are, whether it's position, economic or otherwise, get a feel for what they are going through. You're never you can't ever tell them, I know exactly what you're feeling going through. Right. (laughs) But you can give them a sense that you care about it and you at least have some interaction on it. And others are watching that as well. And it just it diffuses that that comment that he just doesn't know what I'm going through.
1: Yeah. And if you don't take the time to listen, then you're not going to know what they're going through, which leads us to that third point, which is they're too busy to talk to me.
0: Yeah. He's too busy. You know, I I saw a a video the other day. I don't know if it was my kids send me TikToks on occasion or (laughs) what it was, but it was a a lady walking through the hospital. She was wearing scrubs. She's walking through the halls of the hospital, tucking, taking corners as quickly as you can, just walking, just as focused and (laughs) And nobody would stop her or slow her down yeah. because she was moving so fast. And her the point of the video was, if you do this, people won't interrupt your day. <laughs> that's <laughs> As good. As if that's the goal. Right? right. This is what they're saying is, he's too busy to talk to me mm. because we think if I'm If I've got pressure on me, if I've got too many things to do, I need to walk quickly. I need to walk with purpose. I need to move around and I need to run meetings, you know, on a tight schedule and keep things moving because I've got I'm important. I've got important things to do. Uh, Even if we're not thinking intentionally, thinking arrogantly. Right. It comes across to them that we just don't have time to talk to them. Uh, And the antidote is, guess what? Make some time to talk to them. I mean, it's it's not rocket science. So it goes back to the one earlier where you just carve out some time and it might look like this. So for me, walking through, it was three dealerships. You know, it may take me from my office at the end of one end of the campus to the conference room at the other end. It might take me six or seven minutes to walk there Hmm. for a meeting. So here's what you need to do. The meetings that 10 o'clock in the morning, leave your office at 9 30. Mm. Very simple. Just set a different leave my office time. And now you've got 15, 18 minutes to chat as you go. Yeah. Now, the first time or two, you might end up in a 30-minute conversation. <laughs> You're late <laughs> to the meeting. Don't be tempted to write the whole thing off. Right. Just get better at the quicker uh, conversations, but don't let the quickness of it make it seem like you don't really care. you just schedule them into your busy right. yeah. day. If you, if that ever comes across, uh, then you might as well stop wasting your time. And there's,
1: there's different types of conversations too. I mean, yes. there's there is the sit down, get to know you, what's yes. going on. But yes. then also, you know, you talk about, you know, they don't know what I'm going through. If you're an employee, sometimes to having uh, a, a boss or the, the CEO or whoever it is, just say, how are you? to remember a past conversation. Yes. You know, how was your dog? You told me your dog had fleas, yeah. you know, did, did everything go there. That's all, that may be That's all it a takes big deal. for them to go like, Oh man, I matter, you know, and I'm important. And people just want to see that they're valued, you know?
0: Yes. And, and let's go back to make sure I hit this point. You've got to actually care. Right. All right. So none of this advice, none of this advice is any good for you. If you, Don't actually care about (laughs) your people, right? So true. The people I'm talking to right now are those that care, but aren't good at showing it. Yeah, they care, but they're busy, and they've never really been trained on how to let people know they care. Yeah. Okay. But we're starting with the assumption there is care here, right? And then the conversations are genuine. They may be short, but but as you said, but they're genuine.
1: Yeah. And if you find those rhythms around the 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 things that you're doing naturally in your business yes and find those those gaps i mean for me a lot of times i go office to office in the very beginning of the day you know unless i have like a meeting i gotta go go straight to it's just like hey how are you how was your evening you know just checking in and that's it's it doesn't take very long to do that and just make sure everybody's doing well and you know there aren't there aren't any issues
0: so here's the thought we just talked about physically walking from office to office what if you're all remote
1: That's a good one.
0: Right. So in this world today, there are a lot of businesses who are 100% remote. Sure. And the challenge then is how do I make it happen virtually when I'm not in the office? So just an example, uh, I took this practice from Polydeck, one of the his way at work companies. And um, they basically have a connection meeting each leader in the company has a connection meeting they call it with every direct report in their on their team Mm. and this is not a one-on-one a connection meeting so let's say that i'm your supervisor and you're my direct report and i'm going to have a connection meeting with you it may be once a month it may be twice a month uh it's going to be 30 40 minutes but it's your agenda Mm. what do you want to talk about that's good well the first thought is what do you mean boss what do you want me to talk about? Yeah, what do you want me what to, you, want what you, to talk what, about? What do you want me to want to talk about, <laughs> right? And so it, the way I was taught it, and I love this idea, because today we're all remote. Yeah. But the idea here is you set the time aside. You're not too busy if it's part of your schedule. Mm. And you say, I'm going to s- set this time, and we're going to talk. And you just share with me what's on your mind.
1: That's what's
0: good. going on? For some, it may be, wow, I've taken this cooking class lately or this pottery class. Yeah. Or for others, it might be well, my job is on my mind right now because I'm really struggling with this. Can we talk about this? Yes, we can talk about your job, but I'm encouraging outside of that talk. And then the next call, like you say, so how did this end up last time? How did that work for you? And it's not like you should not just be making it, you ask me a question and a problem and I give you the advice and the fix. I may have no earthly idea how to advise in that area, but I can be a coach in that I encourage and then I listen. And just in that time, you're saying they're important.
1: Just some intentionality. Yes. That's what it is. That's great. The fourth one is they would be mad if I asked for help.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So now this can be for multiple reasons, right? So if I'm an employee and you're the, the, the boss, and I say that, you might be mad if I ask for help for, with something because you're just too busy. Right. And if I interrupt you, you're mad. Well, then the problem there is you're acting too busy and you're not willing to take some time for, for someone on your team to ask you a question, right? right? So that's one problem. Another problem may be that um, I should know this. Hmm. or. I think you think I should know this even though I'm fairly new maybe I'm new to the company and maybe I came in and you had expectations that I'd be able to hit the ground running and know all of what I need to know if the employee does not feel safe enough to say I need help with this guess what they're not gonna do Mm, they're not gonna ask for help that's right and if they don't ask for help what's the likelihood what they end up with is what you want them to end up with right Mm. there's gonna be a problem most likely. Yeah. So the, the antidote here is be approachable. Mm. Now, what does that mean? Well, it means I'm not running around the dealership or the business quickly and making myself look busy. It means that when somebody says, hey, boss, I pause and say, yeah, what can I do for you? Instead yeah. of what? <laughs> what?
1: Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. So approachable is you don't respond with abruptness or curtness when asked a question or interrupted, um, or
1: if you're late for a meeting you're, and someone asks you a question it be what we call in our company, a little J jerk, you know, it's, it's, it's being oh, say that a again. little J jerk. So it's, it's, okay. it's where you're being direct and you might hurt a feeling, but you're not, you're doing it in a kind way where you say like, Hey, now it's not a good time, but I really care to help you. Yes. Let me, after this Can't meeting's over, can we talk, you know, I got yes. five minutes?
0: Yes. Yeah. It, you know, it is, um, it's just important to acknowledge and be approachable to where even if you are running late, you're letting them know, yeah. hey, not a good time, but not a not a problem that you're asking. Listen, can we schedule some time this afternoon? I'm free at two o'clock or whatever, or I'll have my assistant reach back out. and Let's try to put something And if they say, you know, no, 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 this can be next four or five days. Well, then that's fine. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. But, but, ask. but at least they're hurt. Yeah, yeah, that's great. Last one is they don't care about me
0: okay so we started off with all he cares about is blank and that infers if that's the case that they don't care about me personally Uh but as a as a ceo as a boss as an owner you could be um innocent of the first phrase which all he cares about is blank you could approach things in a way that says you know i care about a lot of different things and i'm i'm interested in people in general but specifically I don't care about you not just you individually you just you will and I care about everybody else <laughs> but I don't care about the individuals. I am I am looking at this as a big picture and you're just in general a number yeah. um, this is hard to do. this is hard to combat when you grow past a certain point sure. right So uh-huh. when when I first started in the car business, I was in a dealership where I had 25 or 30 people answering to me. I can know all their names. I can know spouses' names. I can know a lot more than five years later, there's 120 people, right? Well, then you're past my mental capacity easily. Uh, And I'll even not know names of people that started a week ago if you don't have a process in place to make that happen. So, you know, the individual person, every single individual person needs to feel like they matter, Mm. Decisions need to be made, even if you're not present when they're when they're made, decisions need to be made and care needs to be taken so that each individual feels cared for. Yeah. I can, I've had bosses before that I could say that individual cares about me, even though I'm not having one-on-one conversations with them. Yeah, right. They care about me because they put this in place to make sure that in general, nobody's working on Sundays. Yeah. Right, that's a business decision that says I care about my people, because I'm not going to work the seventh day to squeeze that extra dollar out. Right, things like that. So, again, we start with you have to actually care to combat this. Um, But then it starts showing it in small ways. Even if I haven't yet have a had a conversation with the boss, but I see him or her on when they're walking to meetings, they stop and chat. Mm-hmm. Then I feel okay well they probably care about me too and maybe I'll stop them next go around
1: yeah it's it all comes down to having time setting aside time for people and then creating processes
0: yes to where
1: you know you have to be thoughtful you have to be intentional about how you love people it's not gonna happen by accident it's not just going to naturally occur, even though we might have the best of intentions, Yeah, especially in a business environment, especially for people who might be driven and also pressured with everything that's going on in the world. you got to be
0: intentional and you yes. have to be
1: uh, have processes and, and rules in place for your own life so that you can make sure that no one ever says these five things about you.
0: Yeah. And, you know, just one extra point there. It's tempting if you're in over a big company or you've got too many people, whether it's you know, 75, you can't remember them all, or 150 or 500 or 1,000, whatever. Don't think that, well, I can't care for one if I can't do the same for everybody. Yeah. I can't spend 5, 10 minutes with you, Will, because I've got 120 people. And if I did that for everybody, I'd never have time to work. So therefore, I can't do it with you. Yeah. Don't be afraid to go deep with one. Or two or five, knowing that you'll never reach the 120, but you're showing to those that are outside of that that five initially that, hey, I'm willing regardless, and don't do it just with your high performers, right? Don't do it just with those that are your favorites, but do it kind of as a blanket policy. I'm going to walk around and have conversations, and I'm not going to hit everybody every time. But in doing that, you're showing, no, I don't just care about business. Yes, I care about you. And when the time comes where I need to give you the time, I'll do it. Yeah. I'll go as deep as I need to. I love
1: that. Yeah. And there's things you can do, no matter how big you are, to love even the entry-level employees. Yes. Um, there's a CEO I, I sat down with, and he was talking about how, how he likes to care for his employees. And they have hundreds of Of employees across you know twenty plus states, they are making you know incredible amounts of money. Mm -hmm. So lots of things going on, lots of things in his life, and he showed me. Said, "Let me show you my calendar." And he has a an event that happens two or three times a week where he gets six employees at random. It doesn't matter from from people that he doesn't know personally. They all get on a Zoom call, and he said the rule is you can't talk about work; just talk about your life. So similar to what you said. Um, And he spends thirty minutes with them, and all six of them together, and they have a conversation. They chat, That's
0: exactly. That's I mean, exactly. What we're doing. And that
1: works for him. Yeah. You know, something else is going to work. Something else is going to yeah. work for somebody else. But just do something.
0: But that addresses the virtual issue as well, right? Right.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Cool. Well, this was fun awesome. to discuss. Yeah. Thanks for sharing your thoughts on this.
0: Well, I've probably had each of those five things said about me at one point (laughs) and uh, just try to learn from those, but also, like you, uh, learn from others that have done much better ahead of me. All right,
1: so those five things employees might be saying about you, and we hope that no one ever says that about anybody who's listening, but if they do, there's steps in, in, in place where they can fix it.
0: Thank you for listening to another episode of Eternal ROI. If you like what you heard, we would love for you to take a moment and leave us a review and share an episode with somebody you know. If you are inspired to begin bringing the power of God's love into your workplace, take a moment and check out our free assessment at hwaw.com. It'll only take you a few moments. It'll give you a snapshot of what your company looks like and maybe some ways to move forward. Just click on the link in the show notes, and we'll see you next time.